All right, what up, though? This is your boy, Chill B. This is the Chill Bravado Podcast. I bring you a series called Laker 8216, where we cover the grind of an 82-game-long season where we have dreams and aspirations of getting the 16 wins. That gets you the chip in the end. And I want to bring you something a little bit different. I wanted to bring you something that where I'm going to talk about not just only the Lakers, but I'm going to talk about some of the teams around the league where I want to discuss. I want to talk about the top five in the East. I want to talk about the top five in the West. So we're going to talk about top fives, top fives, okay? And then as well as um, some of those people that's creeping around with the Lakers down there in the bottom, we're going to talk about those two, who, who maybe we can leapfrog and look and get into that. But just getting right into it, I want to name you the top five in the East. The top five in the East is the Celtics, of course, who just lost, you know, to the Denver Nuggets. Then you got the Brooklyn Nets who won 11 in a row, sitting at second. Who? Oh, yeah, we got to talk about that. And then third, you got the Bucks. Fourth, you got the Cavaliers. And then fifth, you have the 76ers. All right. And in the West, you have the Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. You have the Memphis Grizzlies. And then the three, you had the Pelicans. And the fourth, you have the Dallas Mavericks. And fifth, you have the Clippers. So we're going to talk about that. So when I come back, we're going to talk about the East and West top five. All right, all right, it's your boy CB Chill B, and I'm back. Let's get to the East top five. Let's just get right into it. And I'm going to start at five and work my way back up. So we're going to go from the 76ers first. When I see this 76ers team, um, I don't really think much about them. Like, I don't really, I mean, the process is here, but do I have any any thoughts on them winning a chip? No, it just doesn't. James Harden wants to play. Yeah, they have a. A shot to make a nice playoff run. But Doc Rivers, James Harden, Embiid, and then a, a stable of, you know, whatever they have over there. Not really confident in it, but in the regular season, they're a team that the Lakers will struggle with. Could have won, but they didn't want to take, you know, the, the alley-oop and the layup that the 76ers wanted to give them. But it was encouraging watching AD go up against Embiid. And he had a lot of foul trouble that game, but, you know, AD's not playing right now, so... A team like the 76ers frustrates me because I know that's a team that just like the Lakers have flaws. It's just they're able to win games and move under the radar. They are 21 and 14, only four games out of the top spot. So, you know, looking at that, you go to the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers have two guards who I said regular season was going to be a problem in Garland and um, in Mitchell. So Donovan Mitchell and Garland, I was like, ugh, it's like, when we had them on the schedule early, I knew that was a mistake because it's like they're going to get in the paint and score a wheel. Then we played them a second time, and then Mitchell went off. You know, it's just we just don't have the wing depth, the size, the length. We're not constructed to be able to handle that much pressure, you know, going towards the rim. Got guys who can finish with floaters and pull-up jumpers and that nature, and then you have guys like Jared Allen who can finish over the top and you got mobile who's coming along and Kevin love who can shoot the three and he can rebound still pretty well. And they have guard, you know, guards who can score on us in their second, you like, like Levert and whatnot. So 
it, and then they, you know, they, they they definitely have a shot to make some noise in the playoffs. But they're so young, and it's the first time together. I don't really expect them to make it out of the second round. So even if there was a first round X, I wouldn't be surprised. Not really a fan of them in the playoffs, but you know my my thoughts on little guard. So you know Mitchell and Garland in the playoffs. If they run up against the wrong matchup, I can see them struggling in a series and maybe even getting upset by a team who can match up better with them. Who knows what that'll be. But right now, the Cavs are doing their thing. They're number four. The Buccaneers frustrates me to this day. They have not got Jay Crowder or anybody else to go there and fill, you know, the role that uh, uh, P.J. Tucker left for. You know, they need to get Middleton back healthy and stay healthy. feel like they're one, you know, splash player away. You know, maybe another shooter, another defender, just something that's going to give, give them some life because they need juice right now. Like, the only juice they have is Giannis, and when that juice runs out, yeah, it's noticeable. And it's, and it's starting to make me discouraged because these top two teams in the net and the Celtics, I just don't know if the Bucks have enough to beat them in a series as constructed. But, I mean, you got Giannis, it's always enough. But what this Nets team is doing right now, winning 11 in a row, and after all the Kyrie shenanigans they went on and the KD hate, yeah, man, it's kind of like, look, we just got called out by KD. The team responded well. We got Kyrie back. He's playing well. Um, and here we are, man, and they're making their move and their punch and being right where they're supposed to be. And I feel like in the top three is where the Nets should stay and might even get to number one because they're only a, a game and a half behind the Celtics and the Celtics who is the best team in the league and built very well have a lot of wing depth I know we were high on Brogdon I, w- I would not start Brogdon over Marcus Smart Brogdon he has a great role where he's doing um off the bench I don't have a lot of nice things to say about Boston but they they if they were to take another step it would be another uh, a, a guard who can create his own shot a guard who who can you know create his own space and you know be a playmaker, and in that regards, the the bigs are fine long as they stay healthy. Robert Williams and Al Horford had to stay healthy. Um, I don't really know what Grant Williams' role is. Don't really care for his role, but he's a big guy who can do some things for them. So you can't get mad at that. Marcus Smart, I feel like if you make him shoot it, he can get you know he can help you. You know it's going to be some games where he's going to hit those shots and. He, I just don't want to let him win by getting the hustle plays and the energy plays. Like I want him to be a a, a, a real a real scorer, like like making him look for his offense type of thing. Because if he's doing that, I feel very confident that he's taking away from Tatum and Brown, which you won't. And the Lakers should have beaten them as well. Blew that too. So when you look at the games that you've blown and had a chance to win, it's kind of frustrating. That was a that was a hard loss. He did all that to fight back to get them. And then they turn around to beat you anyway. So it was a tough loss with the Boston Celtics. I couldn't record after that one. I, I had to wait a couple days. And that's the top five in the East. When I come back, I'm going to talk about the West. Then we're going to get into a little spill about how I feel about the Lakers and their chances um, where they are at right now in like 13. All right, man, the East is okay, but this is where the fun is over here in the West. Are you not entertained by the West? You got the Denver Nuggets, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Mass, and Clippers. And I'm going to start with them Flippers, okay? The Clippers are a team who I heard a lot of people who have picked that can win win it all type of thing. People, that's their picks. 
you know, I'm seeing like the Charles Barkleys and guys like this. Everybody's been saying it for years now, but that like it's like a, a dark horse. It's not a dark horse when you pick a team you've been expecting to be good for the last three years. Like it's sickening to me that this team's getting so many like passes, and then and now it's only really starting to be bad because Kawhi's sitting out. They're not they're not worried about this team winning and losing. The narrative is old. Oh, Load management, Kawhi management, you know. So that's what it really all boils down to is Kawhi and people's questioning his love for the game and all this stuff or just love to play basketball. I get you questioning that, but do we really know why or what's going on with his knee or the injury? We don't know. But whether he's there or not, as long as he stays out multiple games like he does, or I just feel like they have just a lot of talent on this roster. But when you have to get it down to a eight, nine man rotation, you know, who's going to be the one, you know, out of it. And I feel like it's tricky because if you do that too early in the season and you kind of lose one of these guys, it's an injury happened or someone's not playing well. And you try to plug in a guy who's been sitting in the bench. How's that going to work out for you? I hope it doesn't work out for you because you're the Clippers. So I, I'm, I'm just banking on the Clippers who are four games out of first place to eventually figure out who they are and in this either going to be a healthy team that doesn't win the chip or injured team he doesn't win the chip whichever one you want to be it makes me know never mind the dallas mavericks are in fourth and they are at 3.5 games out of first place unless you know how close this is going to get but it's luca or die is luca is the lucas show christian wood has looked great i'm glad it's tim hardaway back playing um theo pence shout out to you on the sideline doing your thing you ain't got to play in log no minutes. I'm still going to check for you, brother. Tar Heels all the way. But Luca needs help. And I think Luca needs, you know, a guy who can take the ball out of his hands, which he probably doesn't want. So I just look at this team as being like, when is he going to run the gas? Like, that's the only thing I think about this team. When are y'all going to run the gas? Which round is which round is it going to be that Luca's going to get out of it, get frustrated, or you guys are not going to hit a bucket to save your life? Like, when is it going to happen? Because you know how I feel about this new young wave of guys. I mean, the 60-20-10 thing was great to hear about. I turned the channel and so they were down. I mean, <laughs> like nine points. I turned the channel thinking it was over. And then JR texted me and was talking about the numbers Luca put up. And I was just like, so this all happened? Like, right after I turned the channel, this happens? So I have to watch all the Dallas games and make sure they lose it now because you know i'm not i'm not a fan of dallas i'm not saying i'm not a fan of luca but i'm just not on the luca bandwagon or, or hype train because let's see let's see him get to the playoffs and, and be able to last all the way playing like this it just looks impossible but i, I feel like anything is possible in the words of kg so i'm gonna move on for hating on luca and we're gonna go to the pelicans the pelicans have a, a, a wonderful squad when bi come back i just hope he don't mess it up let's just be honest He's going to come back in. He's probably going to want to get some shots. He was the man last year. He was the guy getting notoriety. Zion is here. CJ's, a, yeah, he's he's arrived as, as being the, the true vet leader on his team. I just feel like that is, it's fun to watch them play. So I hope when Brandon come back and get in there, he doesn't slow anything, any of that down, but just adds to it additionally. Hopefully, he'll be ready to play and be clear. And let's see if his defense, you know, continues to grow. Offensively, we know what he's capable of. Well, yeah, I'm just waiting to see what's going to happen. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But they're they're third right now. One game out of first. The Grizzlies, hey, man, I'm fine in the West. I just love Jocker. He gives me quotables for every year. Yeah, I'm fine in the West. I'm good. 
So he he pretty much thinks they got the West on lock and they just might have it. But Ja has to get a jumper. He has to get a mid-range floater. Something that's going to keep him falling on the floor every time. Like It's going to all bank on his health. You know, his ability to not get, you know, I'm not I'm not going to say exposed, not exposed, but his ability to not get like, you know, his weaknesses, you know, shows and oozes on the camera during the playoffs when it gets tougher to score in the half court. Let's see what he has. Like he he has his guns with him, um, Brooks and Bain and JJJ. You know, it's just a lot of it's a lot of guys there. So I feel like the Grizzlies have put themselves in position to be successful for a long time. Um, I just don't know if it means rings. And before I get to the Nuggets, I just want to say this is the chance right now. This is the best year for that new young wave to crack the co- to crack the code. You know. Like, don't let Curry get it. Don't let KD get it. Don't let LeBron get it. Um, if Giannis get it, it's okay, because he's still a part of the new wave, but he already has one, so you don't want to let him get it. So, like, Jason Tatum, Luka, um, <laughs> Trey Young. <laughs> nah, yeah, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, Ja. You know, these guys coming up, this is your chance to really put your input, you know, really get in there, like, and, and win a chip. Can you stop the dominance and, and, and start a whole new wave of champions. Giannis tried to do that, but nobody liked Giannis like that because he wasn't skilled enough. Middleton was a close guy. So Giannis is not a guy who got a lot of, you know, from some of these guys like Gil and all these guys who just saying, oh, he just, you know, he, he needs to work on his game type of stuff. And they're not hating. They're telling the truth. But I don't feel I don't feel like they, they put Giannis in that fun class of scores that we have. Like when you talk, when you start talking about, um, Lamelo Ball and Trey Young and Luca and all those guys, he's he's up there with them in the MVP discussion. But just as far as individual players, like nobody cares how many, you know, points and rebounds Milwaukee. Get, I mean, um, Giannis gets. But if, you know, when Luca puts up big numbers, we hear about it every time. How many these so and so games he had, and we always say he's the first player since LeBron to do this. You know, it's kind of that's how the game is. But I digress. I'm not going to get into that. So, but last but not least, you have coming after the Grizzlies, you have the Nuggets. The Nuggets who just beat the Boston Celtics, who the Lakers have beaten before, who who they match up well against. And Joker's going to take them as far as they can go. I don't think they have enough um, just playoff caliber guys that's going to make them go, you know, win a championship. Can they go far in the playoffs? Sure. Sure. But. I don't know about them, but let's talk about some losers uh, or non-high teams. Let's let's talk about guys around the Lakers down in the Western Conference when we get back. All right, let's look down at the bottom now. You know, we had our top fives. Let's look at seven down. In the Western Conference. I'm not worried about the East. Not, not worried about the East because the Lakers are in the West. Okay. So the Lakers not even, we're 13th right now. We're 15 and 21, you know, so we're, named, we're nine games out of first place. So we're not even worried about first place. But from the, you know, the 11th spot, the playing tournament, we're only like a game and a half out. Like, we're right there. The Thunder are ahead of us with the same record. So really, eh. Can we can get over there? The Timberwolves, who've been very underwhelming since Cat's injury, they're sixteen and twenty-one. 
the jazz is falling all the way back to planet earth planet rock third rock from the sun the jazz are 19 and 20 you know and then you have the trailblazers who are 18 and 17 and they're getting healthy and they're still number nine like they started off great too so and then the warriors are at eight you know jordan Poole and these guys they're they're, they're holding their head above water one four straight they're 19 and 18 so look at the eighth spot it's 19 to 18. The Lakers are 15 to 21. Okay. So it's like four and a half games out of being in that eighth spot. The Suns are 20 and 17 and Booker is nowhere to be seen for a month. Probably maybe even more And then the Kings. The Kings are 19 to 16. So if you see what we got here, the Kings have, have surprised me as far as like the way they've jailed. I didn't think they would jail this quickly, but I'm still not a fan of them having Sabonis as their five in the playoff series. I think that can be, that can be kind of used against them. You can pull him out. You, you can do whatever you want if you get the wrong matchup. So the Kings, they don't put any fear in nobody's heart. The Suns, man, like the machine and that thrill is gone. Like Chris Paul has to run this team. Now Booker's now kind of became a leader. And, and unfortunately this is the front runner team. Like if they don't have like the great, the right circumstance for hitting all the shots, um, you know, and just getting that, that, that ball's not dropping for them. I see Shaman who had some great games for them here recently, but that doesn't scare anybody. Like if it's not Booker and CP three and you can't blame, um, um, Deandre Ayton anymore, you know, they want him out of there. If they want him out, he can go like they can, it can be arranged. They just don't know what to do with it. So this guy probably just can't wait for this season to end. So the Suns, I feel like they're, they're hurting them. They're from the inside out destroying themselves. The Warriors, I never really seen them being a repeat champion. It's just too hard. Clay Thompson doesn't look the same defensively. Draymond Green, you know, old punch out, you know. We got to see how he continues to play, you know, and Poole is playing great right now. But, they, you know, Steph's out, so that gives you that. So when Steph comes back, I'm pretty sure he's going to fall right back in line, and they'll probably work their way back up to standings. But not really looking at them being like the defending champions that we all thought there was going to be, or they thought, people thought there was going to be. But I've been proven to be wrong several times with this team, so I'm not going to count them out. Trailblazers and Jazz and Timberwolves, I look at them and I'm like, meh, meh, meh. We could have beat the Trailblazers, should have beat them, but Russ got stupid and Dame time happened. The Jazz is a team that just caught us at the wrong time of year. They were just hitting everything. That's when they were shooting the lights out the ball and there was no one in the West. Now they're down there with us. Hey, buddy. Well, hey, what's up, big head? And so the Jazz and then the Timberwolves and the Thunder are with us. So we, we have the ability. I know things look real bad, real bleak and, you know, woe is me type of fan base we're in right now. But we are right here in the mix of being in the play in. So that being said, trades around the margins to help us will be great. Uh, if you can pull Zach Levine or Bradley Bill, the injury prone type of guys, I see your reason to do it. But it scares me because if they don't pan out, setting yourself up to be laughed at again, you know? So just looking around it, man, like the goal right now is to get a roster that's going to be playoff ready or, or that can get us to the playoffs. So I, I, down, I stepped down and said, I just need to see if this roster is kept together right now, they got to get in the plan. That's what this roster's goal is with AD being out, of course. Now, if AD came back two weeks from now, playoffs is back to being my goal. But right now with this roster right now, with no help coming in sight, 
play in is the goal. Like that's the ultimate goal. Go, the step one, not goal like in overall, but it's a goal of, to get there first. Like get in the plan and make sure. And you might want to make sure you're not a part of that part that has to, you know, you know one one loss and you're done type of thing. You want to get yourself where you can, you know, play your way in and have multiple shots at it. And then the second the second step is can we get to the sixth spot? That's like to me it's like the far fetched most difficult thing to do of realistic capability and we re- realistically a ability there to get to that spot is really a chance so that's probably the next step i'm willing to take i'm not going any farther than that because we don't know what team we're going to have we start making trades or we get people back as an ad and we can stay healthy for a whole season we'll talk about maybe other things but right now the grind tell me play in first play off second that's what we need to do and as far as like roster construction um big man big wing less guards <laughs> that's all i can say but i thank you for joining in with this laker 82 16 around the nba the top five and i'm your boy chill b you guys have a nice day Thank you.